0: Because guess what? They weren't obsessed with having those conversations like I was. I could try to be fill in the blank too and I would fail miserably because I don't have that passion, that obsession for what that person is doing that's making them successful. So you have to have that combination. Like You need to be Mm -hmm. obsessed, passionate about that thing,
1: but also bringing- Welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Credit. Today we're sitting down with another amazing, amazing podcast. We had Sean Anthony on the show yesterday. Today we've got John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur, on fire to share with you guys how he was able to grow this amazing podcast from the ground up. Okay, John was the first person in the business space to go with a daily interview podcast, okay? This guy has been hustling it out for years, started long before it was popular and and has been just crushing it since. I mean, the dude's getting 1.3 million downloads per month. He's got over 2,000 episodes on the books and absolutely killing it in the podcasting space. So I wanted to have him on the show to share with you guys how he was able to do that and the mindset required and the mindset that she used in order to get over those early barriers, okay? Because Again, he was a pioneer, he is a pioneer in this space, that there weren't people doing what he's doing now when he started, so he sort of had to go out there and figure it out himself. Personally, I've been listening to the show for a while, it was one of the first business podcasts I ever really got into, and again, this dude is bringing the heat. At this point, he's going twice a week, Monday and Thursday, absolutely crushing it with Entrepreneur on Fire, but without further ado, uh, let's welcome John Lee Dumas to the podcast. Wherever y'all are at, if you're walking the dog, if you're commuting to work, I want you guys to sit. sit back, relax, plug in, and enjoy this episode of Young Smart Money. JLD, welcome to Young Smart Money. How are you doing today?
0: You know, I'm on fire. Let's do this.
1: There we go. There we go. So our listeners got to hear your story in the intro to this episode. um, So I want to dive right in. So they all know about entrepreneurs on fire. What was the initial vision for for this, this thing that you're pursuing right now, this thing that you've created? It was filling a
0: void. It was a niche in the marketplace that didn't exist. I mean, this is such a valuable lesson because as everybody that's watching this right now is walking around the world, there are things that you're like, man, that could be better, or I wish this existed or that or that. And by the way, 99% of those things you should never pursue because you don't have the passion, the obsession for it. So don't go and do that because you're not going to be able to do it long enough, good enough to make an impact. But there's going to be some things where you're like, Man, how does that not exist? I would just be obsessed with it if it, was, if it did exist. That's something to go all in on. For me, I listened to podcasts for years. I love them driving to work, working out, walking my dog, doing all those things. And one day I'm just like, where's the daily podcast that interviews successful entrepreneurs? I went back to download that show. That was probably going to be it. I was going to find the show, download it, go off of my merry life but the show didn't exist. And I'm like, holy crap, that's a void that needs to be filled. And I actually want to fill it because I want to have one-on-one conversations with Tim Ferriss, with Gary Vaynerchuk, with Barbara Corcoran, with you fill in the blank. And that seemed like a really exciting opportunity for me back in 2012. So I launched the first ever daily podcast. And here we are 2,200 episodes later, having a great conversation
1: absolutely so what was the first action you took once you figured out that like i want this to be my obsession like i want to create this daily podcast was there like a a stepping stone or like a first action that you remember taking
0: i found somebody who was where i wanted to be i wanted to be a successful business podcast host So I went and identified multiple successful business podcast hosts. Then I reached out to them and I said, I want to be mentored by you. I want to be coached by you. You have achieved the success in the exact area that I want to achieve success in. How much? How much do I need to invest in myself because I'm willing to make that happen? Your time is valuable. Let's do this. Now, a lot of people are like, oh my God, if only Richard Branson could be my mentor or (laughs) Mark Cuban or blah, blah, blah. Listen, unless you want to run an airline or own the Dallas Mavericks, those aren't good mentors for you. Find the person who is right now where you want to be. That person is your
1: mentor. That's so that's so powerful. Now, when you were just getting started, you had this mentor. Um, When did you first start seeing proof of concept? Like how long did it take you before you started seeing whatever metric you classified as success in this venture that you were starting? 7 months but
0: that was 200 episodes cuz what was i doing i was putting in the reps i was waking up every single day and doing the work i was doing a 7 day a week 30 episode per month 365 per year show so 7 months i had done 200 shows so guess what somebody that was doing a weekly show that right there was 4 years of work that i did in 7 months so i started to see success i had a sponsor reach out to me and be like listen john To be honest with you, your show is nothing special. You're just some dude interviewing people. But guess what? You're doing it every single day. So I can get sponsors on 30 times per month and we can get two sponsors on per episode. So that's 60 spots per month. Instead of Joe Schmo over here, who only has four episodes per month, I can only get eight spots per month on their show compared to 60 for yours. So all of a sudden, boom, I wasn't getting a ton of money for for each sponsorship spot, but you multiply not a lot of money times 60 And that turns into a lot of money. And so I was making five figures of revenue a month at month seven with my podcast because of the quantity that I was doing. My quality wasn't there yet, but the quantity was there. I was putting in the reps and I was getting quickly better at what I was doing. You know, that's why I love and I resonate with with Kobe Bryant. He's like, why am I gonna go to college? I don't need my degree to be in the NBA. I need to play basketball. So at 17 years old, that dude went and played basketball. That was his career. That was his profession. You know, now that he's 40 or however old he is, he can go and get any degree in the world he wants. Now, fine. What's he gonna do with the degree at 22? He's gonna spend the next 20 years of his life in the NBA. Not much. Everybody's like, oh, well, at least go get your degree. Go get your degree when you need to get your degree, (laughs) man. And what's a degree anyways? Here, I doubt he even probably went and got his degree because who needs it, you know? So it's just like, think about it, my friends. Be smart. Put in the reps now every single day. If you're putting in more work, more reps, more repetition, more all that stuff, you're going to win, period.
1: How, how, where did that drive come from to keep you going for like seven months? Cause I know a lot of young listeners, they'll start a Shopify store. And if they're not making money in like 24 hours, they're like, well, this doesn't work for me. I'm done. I'm going to move on to the next shiny object. Because they're not obsessed.
0: They're not passionate about it. If they were obsessed and passionate about it, you wouldn't move on to the next thing because that is the thing for you. Like for Kobe, again, I, I don't usually bring Kobe up, so this is pretty rare, but he couldn't breathe or eat without playing basketball. So that's the thing that he was obsessed with for me. Like I was passionate and obsessed with having these amazing conversations, building network and friendships and connections with amazing successful entrepreneurs. Like I wasn't going to stop doing that. Cause even if the show doesn't take off, there's still this intrinsic value in building these relationships, having these connections. So you need to find what that thing is for you. Like a lot of people try to be JLD too and have failed miserably. Because guess what? They weren't obsessed with having those conversations like I was. I could try to be fill in the blank too. And I would fail miserably because I don't have that passion, that obsession for what that person is doing that's making them successful. So you have to have that combination. Like you need to be Mm -hmm. obsessed, passionate about that thing, but also bringing value and skills to the world in that thing. Combine that thing together, man. That's a zone of fire. You're going to win. (laughs)
1: that's the truth so while you were pursuing this obsession and really growing this thing from the ground up were there any internal roadblocks that you hit because i know a lot of our younger listeners whether it's the imposter syndrome or just doubting themselves they're hitting these internal roadblocks that are sort of preventing them from moving forward so did you you hit any of those in your experience
0: listen man i don't care if you're 5 15 25 or 75 or anywhere in, in between like you're a human being if you're listening to this right now And you have these things that are just innate. You are born with them. Fear of failure, pessimism, optimism, everything in between, man. You're a human being. So just embrace those range of emotions. Like there's nobody that you see anywhere that doesn't have a range of emotions. Everybody four years ago would have been like, Robin Williams is the king of the world. He's done it all. He's won everything. He's the funniest guy that ever walked the planet of the earth. And then he commits suicide a couple days later. And you're like, what? guess because guess what he couldn't handle the range of emotions but like we all go through these as human beings so instead of trying to be like why am I going through this it's like you're going through this because you're human so embrace it recognize it I have highs I have lows I have everything in the middle I mean I have days I feel like doing nothing I had one of those a couple days ago I did nothing absolutely nothing productive I was like a fat slob laying on the beach like that was it and that's fine because that's not my everyday life But you're going to have these ups and these downs. So just embrace that and recognize: Hey, if I can more days than not become a better human being, if I can more days than not put in the work, if I can more days than not get one percent better, then over time I'm going to win.
1: Do you have like a self-reflection process to like make sure you are making those incremental gains, or like how do you um, sort of step back and look at the places you've gone?
0: You know, I do because every day part of my morning routine involves meditation and journaling. And it's through those two activities that I do look backwards and identify things that worked and things that didn't work so I can go forward in the right way. I call it time traveling in a way, which I think is, you know, you don't want to be doing too much because you don't want to ever be looking back too much and be regretting the past. It's just like you don't want to be looking forward too much and be scared of the future. So many people spend time in the past or the future because, man, if I'd only started a podcast five years ago, or man, like what happens if this happens like six six months from now or two years from now? You're time traveling, man. You're here in the present moment. Live there, be there, take action now. But again, there's nothing wrong with specific parts of the day to be reflective, to really identify and stay in tune with what you're doing, because that can really kind of help you plan your future.
1: Absolutely. So I want to do a bit of time traveling here. And if JLD today was able to flash back and travel back in time to talk to 18-year-old JLD. What advice would you give to that young JLD, whether that be in business, lifestyle, like what do you wish you would have known at 18 years old?
0: I'd sit that young JLD down, I'd say two words to him. I would say, chill out. And I think that's the advice I'd give a lot of people that are watching this right now. And by chill out, I don't mean just go veg out and do (laughs) nothing. I mean, just like relax. Like you've got a hundred more years on this planet. Like literally because of anti-aging and people actually taking care of themselves now. And like doing, if you do the right things by your body, like you've got a hundred more years on this planet, period. You know, maybe more, definitely maybe less, but that's a long, long time. Like you don't have to be anywhere by age 20. Or 25 or 30, I'm about to turn 40, man. And a lot of people will be like, oh my God, like I'm about to turn 40. Like, it's just like, this is like, I'm heading into the home stretch. It's like, just chill out. Just recognize that you have a long, long time ahead of you. That doesn't mean don't put in the work. Don't be consistent. Don't, you know, really grind it out. Like do all those things, but just chill out and relax. Know that the things are going to come if you're being consistent. If you put in a daily routine and you're following it, if you're eating healthy every single day, In two years, you're going to be really, really healthy and look good. Not in two days, not in two months. Like you're going to eat really healthy for two days and two weeks and look in the mirror and be like, I don't have a six pack now because it doesn't happen overnight. But you do that for two years boom, you're off to the races and like even still principles that matter and your body's like adjusted and now you're this incredibly more healthy human being. And again, that's just a random example of what it is for you. Like, what are you looking to build in this world? Start building those blocks, get 1% better every single day and be patient and just chill out.
1: Mm, chilling out, man. That's that's the motto for me. Like, I, I really leaned into that and, and really just realizing that, yeah, man, it's taking action, but it's not, like, you don't need instant gratification. Like, if it's that obsession that you're chasing, like, that, you don't need that instant gratification. To you don't keep need it. Yourself going. Exactly. All right, JLD, you've been spending some amazing, amazing wisdom on the show. Where can our listeners go to follow up with you, learn more about what you're doing over at Entrepreneur on Fire?
0: So, all the magic happens at eofire.com. You can just head over there. I got great free courses for entrepreneurs from podcasting to webinars to masterminding to you name it, your big idea, like just free courses. Go take them, go learn. They're short, they're sweet. You'll leave those courses a better human being and definitely a better entrepreneur. So go educate yourself. There's a lot of free stuff out there like this show and other things like that. So keep consuming this content. Of course, my podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire is also free. You can just find it by typing in EO Fire, Entrepreneurs on Fire, John Lee Dumas, wherever you want to find it um, on your favorite podcast listening device. And uh, brother, thanks for having me on today. It was a blast.
1: It's been a pleasure. And I can tell you guys, JLD is a wealth of knowledge. You guys should definitely check out those resources that we will be linked up in the show notes. JLD, man, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks, brother. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts to leave me five. All you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast page for Young Smart Money and click on the write a review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I'll be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one.